Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 176 of Mirrorless Minutes. On this week's episode, we're giving away that camera, finally. We announced the winner of our camera giveaway, as well as the location of the first post-COVID Mirrorless Minutes Photography Meetup. We'll do our standard image share and talk a little bit about some of our summer plans in photography. All that and more on this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. So I'll be honest, I hate intros. I freaking yeah. hate them with a passion, dude. Especially when show. I get on YouTube <laughs> and then I want to figure find something out real quick and I gotta wait 10 minutes for somebody's I'm like, I know you take pictures. I don't need to see 500 pictures of you taking pictures. Yeah. That's just what it is. It is what it is. And I'm working on another one. So because well, you know what? I guess for for something like this is a little different because we're live. Yeah. Or if it, but for like for a video example, a video about aperture priority. Do you really need an intro for that? No. Well, it depends on how long the intro is. No, yeah, like less than five seconds is all right. Yeah. What's our intro going to be? The next one's just going to be like us going, and then it's over. That's it. <laughs> that shit pisses. Yeah. Me off, man. I want to so, get my get my information. I don't want to watch you. Yeah, I get it. I get it, you know, but it is what it is. We're just following well, the trends. And like I said, I'm not talking about here. Well, yeah, it's talking uh, about it's like do as I say, videos, not as I do. People, videos people put together for informational purposes. We ain't got yeah. no information for nobody on here, man. Yeah. <laughs> not usually. Sometimes. Every <laughs> once in a while, there's a nugget. Right. Most of the time, it's just a, a big old bag of us. <laughs> right. Big old bag of how y'all doing pretty Thanks much yeah so uh okay first i'll start off with a with a plug for another podcast so what yeah I, so i was on podcast. a podcast tuesday tuesday uh, oh yeah how'd that go that was fun uh so the photo focus website so they started up their podcasts again um and so i sat like it was like a round table discussion with uh a few people over there one of their authors over there um she wrote an article on basically fitness and photography it's really cool just talks about just taking care of yourself stretches before shooting and stuff like that it's funny because people don't usually think about things like that until they hurt you know what i mean so it's kind of cool to see that something like that brought up it was a good read for sure and she's got a cool uh website the promptographer.com so if you're into shooting people uh, she kind of gives tips on how to prompt this. people. I don't know what that is. I'm stretching my shutter oh. finger. Man, well, so I don't know if Jason Gotti's watching tonight, but uh, he's always talking about how hurt he is, you know, as he gets older, which I don't know, I'm starting to feel that myself. But, um, you know, I mean, just taking care of yourself so that you don't hurt from carrying gear and all that stuff. But, um, but she has a cool website that talks about prompts how to get people to pose because she shoots people so and she's actually got an app coming out so figure i'll throw that out there as well too for our listeners uh it's the app's not out yet uh it's she's actually been writing the whole thing herself i guess but um if you're into shooting people it's something to look for i think uh, in the future is an app that'll help you prompt people on how to pose so for somebody who doesn't shoot people that might come in handy for somebody like me 
Uh, but we talked about that. We talked about her article and her app, but we spent some time talking about NFTs, uh, how they fit into the photography world, maybe in the near future. It was a fun talk. It was pretty interesting. So if you get a chance, swing over to photofocus.com and just check out their podcast section. And it's pretty good. If I do say so myself, it's about an hour long. It's about like listening to us. So it was fun. Anyways, on to the main event. Do we just jump right into the whole giveaway thing or do we drag this out like an intro and make people wait? No, man. Let's, let's get it. Let's do it. Really? All That's right. why they're here. That's why they're here. For real? Yeah, why not, man? All righty. All right. So, man, let me hold on. Let me do this. Let me hide the sidebar on this. Boom. Okay. So let me do a quick share. And, you know, we'll kind of we'll talk about it. Da, 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 da. So I want to share the screen. So we upgraded StreamYard. Well, so Dwayne said drag it out. He don't want to drag it, it out. Right, now. Uh, right? I know. know. I, I, I didn't. And we we got to listen to Dwayne. He's here first every week. Yeah. You know, it's the Dwayne show. So I'm cool with waiting on it. I'm, I'm cool with it. Definitely We're for no sure. No rush. No. So uh, I'll talk about some things that I've got planned. And I would love people's feedback on it because some of this is new to me as far as where I'll be. Uh, I'm planning a road trip this summer with my girlfriend, Shelly, who's in the chat room tonight. Uh, going to head out from Michigan and head northwest. Well, it's going to start out going southwest. We're going to loop up around Chicago, up through Wisconsin, across Minnesota, into the Dakotas. And... Uh, I want to shoot the Badlands and the Black Hills and maybe see how far we got to go to hit like, you know, um, Mount Rushmore and Devil's Tower, stuff like that. And then a couple hours, there's like three, three or four, three hours. No, then that's good because we'll probably be gone for a little about a week or so. So there's time for that. And then kind of loop down through. I might do a pit stop in Denver for a little bit. Um my day job, we lit up the parking structure at Mile High Stadium, so I might swing in there working with the the facilities manager there to arrange for me to be able to photograph it at night. So a little bit of work in and then also potentially visit like Rocky Mountain National Park and get up into the mountains. Shelly's never seen the Rockies or big mountains. She's seen the Smokies, but not the, the biggies. So spend some time in Colorado. And then the last leg of the trip will just be kind of cutting right across Colorado, headed east through the, the flatlands of Colorado, across Kansas. My my personal hope is that on that leg of the trip, there's some good storm action to chase. That would be epic. And then head back home. So with that being said, if anybody has any suggestions, pit stops, cool ghost towns uh stuff like that along the way on that whole route sioux falls reach out to me sioux falls south dakota yes sioux falls is pretty cool spot yo there is a i don't know what it i don't know what it is it's it's between sioux falls and the badlands and it looks like a is it deadwood no it's not deadwood it's it's just like a little side attraction off the road but it looks like a, a little replica town from red dead redemption Okay. It's got a church at the end of the street with Ooh. the white church with the peak and Yeah, that'd be cool. It, it looks really cool. I, we wanted to stop but we didn't have time to stop there, so. So it's funny Dwayne says be ready for all the wall drug billboards. I've heard that they yep. have a wall drug billboard in Antarctica. Hmm. Um 
I don't know. It was on a YouTube video, so I don't know. I'll just chalk it up as. Dwayne said 1880 real. town. He must that must be the one I was talking about. It's really okay. cool, man. Cool. Pretty but pumped look. on it. I have I don't know what to expect in like the late June area in a time frame, like weather wise. I don't It'll know. Be hot. Yeah. It'll be hot. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. Yay. You know, says the the fat guy who sweats when it's 75. So um that'll be fun. But yeah, it'll be it'll be an an adventure for sure. So I'm looking oh, forward yeah, to for that. For sure. So make sure you <laughs> when you go to the Badlands because it's it's enormous, man. So there's a a few entrances to the park, mm-hmm. and we made the mistake of going into the same one every time and not really exploring. Gotcha. Okay. So we miss some stuff. Yeah. On the way out. Yep. So make sure you uh, try to get you you do your research on what's which which part of the parks you want to see. Yeah. Cuz yeah. a lot of it looks the same. Cool. But you're going to want to hit all the attractions that you want to see instead of just, yeah. you know, trying to take it all in in one little area. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in the Black Hills area too. It looks Black really Hills cool. is really cool. Yeah. yeah Deadwood. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty pumped on that. So that's that's on the horizon and my employer has pretty much told me you have so much vacation time you should go to Iceland and mm. use some of it up. So I'm <clears throat> going to sit down and plan that trip out for August nice. this year. So get that one done before my travel vouchers with Iceland air expire. They expire next year, but why wait so long? Right. Uh, Steve says, maybe check out a powwow at Pine Ridge reservation. Um, I would 1 million percent be interested in that. I've seen, a powwow in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and it is—it's the coolest thing ever. Um, it's funny. I won't go too lengthy into this, but I grew up my entire life under the impression that uh, my great grandmother. So my great grand, not my great grandmother, my great great grandmother was married to a Cherokee, and we had made this assumption that all of her children were from him so that you go down the family tree and I have Cherokee in me. I spent my entire life thinking this and then find out that <laughs> my cousin did one of those 23 and me and did some investigation and learned through a lot of digging that my great grandmother had um, her one or two kids from a previous husband. And then I think there was a divorce, which is kind of shameful back then, I guess, but she remarried to this gentleman who's Indian. So nope, no Indian in me, but I spent my entire life thinking that that was part of my heritage. I'm still super into it and um, excited by that culture. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I was a little bummed out to find out that that is not a part of me. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally spent my whole life all the way up until about a year ago thinking that, and I'm 48. So yeah. But hey, but you know what? I don't know how how good I trust those things, dude. Because yeah. my, my cousin just took one. Right? Yeah. And she's my first cousin. Mm-hmm. Her dad and my mom are brother and sister. Yep. And her thing came back zero percent Mexican. Yeah. And her dad is full blooded. She's fifty percent. Somebody's messing around with the right. mailman or whatever, you know. I mean that that's that's what happened on our yeah. side of the family, apparently. Yeah. But um there's no disputing 
my Mexican heritage at all. That's 100% not in dispute. So we're good there. Um, but yeah, so I guess to get back to Steve's comment about powwow, if I had the opportunity, I would be all up over it. Hey, Ryan made it on the show tonight. What's going on, Mr. Fisher? How's the uh, the Lehigh Valley treating you guys over there? Hopefully good. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to get this wrong, but the Ogallala Nation powwow is in August. Eh, it'll be, it won't be there then. I might be in another country at that point, so. But I'll keep my eye open for anything else, definitely on that trip. So again, like I said, any feedback you guys have got, just reach out to me, points of interest, things like that. I'd totally be all about it. Oh, hey, should I ask? Yeah. Uh, Is it bothersome that there's background music, you guys? Can you hear it? Can you hear the elevator music back there, guys? Well, I don't want to put anything like too... It sounds great, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's you know, kind of who we are. We're mellow. Okay. Well, here, I'll just, I'll, I'll put it back onto some chill. That, you know, that sounds like some, some whiskey drinking music right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 All is well here for me, sir. Definitely, definitely well. So uh, just looking forward to that warmer weather. Okay, good. Rick said they can hear the music and nobody has... Told Does us anybody to, want us to turn it off? Is, is what yeah, that's probably the better question. That's, a, that's the <laughs> right, better question. Right. Yeah. Without, does the music suck? Is it yeah. annoying? Are you guys like, turn that shit off to yourselves? Right. But just don't want to put it in the chat. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of interested to hear how shooting with your new camera has been because you've had some shoots now. I had a senior shoot and I shot a wedding. And yeah. So you just jumped in guns blazing with this camera i was nervous because the first thing i shot was the wedding yikes and, the camera yeah and i didn't i didn't even bother to i mean it took me a week to realize i needed better memory cards in there because memory cards i had weren't good enough oh they it buffered when you're doing burst shot oh it won't even record video in oh. with some of the weaker cards yeah uh, yeah um because it does 120 in yeah. camera Okay. So I wanted to do some of that. But anyway, um for sure. I like it, man. I mean, uh it definitely feels the grip on it's really nice. I, I kind of feel like I'm holding a an old DSLR. Nice. Cuz it's 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 chunky, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm going to drop it. Yeah. Um I mean, I it's the uh so when I did the senior shoot, the it's set up to where you can so I had the, the the young lady go through her photos and you'd be able to push a button and then when you open it up in Lightroom it shows you what photos she selected that she liked. Yeah, that didn't work. Oh no, it didn't work. Okay. No, I I I, I, I unless she didn't push the right button yeah. after I told her, I I need to check it myself and see. I just haven't done it yet. Gotcha. Um, I was a little disappointed in that, um, mm-hmm. but she could have pushed the wrong button. Um, I mean, the, the new menu system is, is a lot easier to navigate. That's a bonus. It's, um, the one big thing I'm liking is when you shut it off, it shuts that sensor down so you can, uh, yeah. get so much dust in there. Yeah. So that's, that's a big thing. And then for me, the battery sizes, the, the batteries are way bigger. Gotcha. That's good. So, I mean, oh, yeah, remember, I I'm, I'm coming from a a7r2 which is what right. that's probably seven years old no probably what maybe five years old now yeah for sure it's five years yeah, old for yeah. sure so yeah 
So yeah, it's a big okay. upgrade for me, man. I'm happy with it. I mean, nice. You know, I'm vested in glass, so. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> Dwayne's giving us crap, calling us Sony boys. The Sony boys. <laughs> I've got other gear. I shoot with other gear. Just, you know. Not me, Dwayne. I'm selling all my shit. It's all for sale. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about selling gear because I got heat from somebody on the one show where I mentioned I'd be selling off some gear. He was kind of annoyed that that I was, what did he say? my my pitch to sell all my equipment or something i don't know he just got he like a crappy comment on youtube i'm like whatever dude oh somebody on youtube yeah i think it was on youtube i'm like whatever sorry sorry you know i'm tired of it sitting on my shelves but i've been like (laughs) run that cash app or shut up one of the two right so did um yes polly it's do you remember just do you remember that from out of chicago ron that was a word that was a phrase i used i think um it was, I think, on the panel, like that panel we did there. It's what cool is, to see around here, though. What is poly? Um, Explain as, yourself, young man. Well, have you ever heard of, like, polyamory? You know, where it's like you are you can love more than one person or whatever. It's basically like, oh. you know, polyamorous with my ca- cameras, you know? I shoot more than one system. I'm a little bit of a, a gear slut. Sorry. Holly <laughs> Cameras, buddy. That's right. I need you to say that again, but with your voice a little bit deeper next time. A little bit deeper. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what I said. I Without feel kind the of list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dwayne's right too. Who cares? It's our show, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. Do what yeah. I want. So, but I, I am interested though, um, in did you use like any of the tracking modes like the face detect, eye detect, things like that? Yeah, I use the, the eye autofocus, which I mean, coming from what I ha- it's light years above what I what yeah. I had before. You know what sure. I mean? So it's all going to be Just a everything. lot better for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, coming from your A7 III, now that would be... It, you should shoot it and see the difference. You know what I mean? Because you right. shot your A7 III, and then you could take mine and see, see right. what the difference is. Yeah. See if it's... Uh, if it's you know, not how, how Yeah, how big of an improvement it is from, yeah. from the 3 to the 4. I mean... Because for me, it's it's light years better than what I had. I'll bet. For sure. Yeah, pretty excited. So, I'm assuming, do you have some images from at least one of those two shoots no. for tonight? No. What? Then he's lying to us, everybody. I don't think he really <laughs> shot anything. It, you know. Now my mom says she can't hear the music. I turned it down, everybody. I don't know. Uh-oh. Why. She was going to dance. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's jump into the camera giveaway. We'll talk a little bit about that. I, let's just. Don't you got some pictures to share? We yeah, want to see I got, your pictures, pictures, Jamie. Did you not bring pictures to share? No, I didn't. Dude. I didn't. I haven't been shooting. All right. It's all coming, right. man. It's coming. I got things in the works right now. All right, then. then I'm going to share. I'm going to share. I'm going to share an Aninga. So. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. Right. It's funny because this is an insanely heavy crop. Um. So if you follow me or remember me talking about it, you know, for those listening who don't know or watching who've never watched before, I spent uh, some time in Florida earlier in the month, took my sons down there for kind of a spring break getaway, and I took advantage of my kids liking to sleep half the day away. So I get up, you know, at the crack of dawn and jet out to a wetlands. The I was near, we stayed in Melbourne near Vieira in Florida, 
and I'm going to not remember the name of this wetlands. It's like the Mitch something wetlands. And I apologize. Just type in Vieira wetlands and you'll find it. But I'd get up each morning and walk around this, this wetland area and bumped into a young gentleman there who's a local who shoots there all the time. And he was a great guide. He told me where to go, when to be there for what, et cetera, et cetera. And kind of educated me on a few birds that were there that I had never seen before. And this is one of them. It's an Aninga. I think I'm saying it right. And he told me something interesting about this bird. The reason you don't see the bird's body sticking out of the water is because they don't float. Most birds have a like an oil on their feathers that repels water. The Aninga does not have that oil. But the benefit of not having that oil is it allows it to dive underwater and swim around underwater. And you may have seen this species of bird maybe in a Nat Geo magazine over in China, they will capture these birds, uh, basically use them as like a, a crazy method of fishing. They'll put this band around their neck and then turn the bird loose underwater and the bird can't swallow the fish all the way down because they have this band around its neck. And they pull the bird back up and basically pull the fish out, I guess, out of its throat. I don't know, but but they use them for fishing there. So he, like I said, he just kind of educated me on, you know, a little bit of that history there with the birds and why you don't see uh, really any of it sticking out of the water because they spend so much time underwater and they can dive and be underwater. I think he said for probably close to 10 minutes swimming around catching fish. But what I liked about this was uh, I watched the bird dive and he had popped up a couple of times and then go back under. So I had a, a feeling for where he was going to be coming up because he kept working in this same general direction. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm waiting. I'm shooting with the a seven R three and the Sony, uh, 200 to 600 G master or G whatever it is. And, uh, sure enough, it popped up and I started firing off some frames. Uh, the tracking worked, but like astoundingly well, which is good considering how far away the bird was. But he was just kind of flipping this bird around and never eating it. And and the guy told me, he says, sometimes they will catch a, a fish like this and then they'll get themselves up out of the water on a perch and they'll kind of wave it around a little bit. Like it's almost like they're showing it off. But this one wasn't doing that because he had speared this fish and it was stuck on his beak for about three minutes before he finally got it off his beak to eat it. Oh, that's through his <laughs> it, he literally speared it. Like I think he jabbed at it to catch it and just right. speared it. So he swam around for about three minutes, waving his head all around, trying to get this fish off, which was uh, pretty hilarious. Um, dust on the sensor or bubbles? Uh, bubbles all over the place from when he popped back up out of the water. But, you know, it's Sony, so there might be a dust spot on there somewhere. <laughs> actually, actually, I think this is a dust spot um, right here. I'm Ooh, pretty right. certain that's a dust spot. But, uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, smartass, Dwayne. <laughs> but that's Sony for you, man. You know, I mean, that's one of those trade-offs, you know, for the the crazy high resolution. It allowed me to to crop in basically half of the image cropped out and still end up with a 20 megapixel image, which is pretty handy in these kind of scenarios. Uh, so again, that's an Aninga. <laughs> and the next fish, or next fish, the next bird is an Aninga out of the water. So they will catch a fish they'll climb out of the water and then they will stand up on something and spread their wings out and dry off so that, that they can actually scary looking all bird well i got others coming that are freakier so 
Um, so again, the Seninga is, he's basically just drying off, or she is, whatever it is, um, non-binary bird, is just drying off, you know, so that it can basically fly and, you know, roost somewhere else so that it can dive and fish again later. They're fun to watch, super cool birds. Um, probably about the size of a little bit smaller than like a great blue heron with obviously much shorter legs. Right. Pretty cool. Though. I like the red eyes on them. So the next photo is some roseate spoonbills. I hate how crappy everything looks on a photo share across the internet, but um, I was hoping to get much closer to these spoonbills uh, as, as they were on the ground or waiting or whatever, but where they were basically hanging out was you'd need like a 4,000 millimeter lens to shoot them. But I did get lucky enough to, to shoot them as they were coming in. And you can tell by the light on them that this is, you know, just after sunrise. So I got a whole bunch of shots of them like this. They're super colorful birds, but up close they're they are very ugly <laughs> birds up close, but from far away, they're gorgeous. They're almost like a flamingo with a, a smushed bill. Pretty cool though. Again, for the me, for me, these shots were mostly about just, testing out how well the tracking of birds in flight is with the a7r3 uh, i've got a pretty good technique down with the em1x and i think i get fabulous results with that camera but i didn't have much experience with the a7r3 and especially with that giant 200 to 600 on it's a big lens so i just kind of wanted to test out what my capabilities were using that setup and i was pretty floored with with the results i was getting very happy with that i don't remember off the top of my head settings for this, but I know I was at 600 millimeters for this. I was in shutter priority. I know I'm telling you, I don't know all the settings I do. Um, <laughs> shutter priority. I think I was at one fifteen hundredth of a second because I wanted wings frozen and auto ISO. So this one is probably like an ISO, probably an ISO 5,000 shot. Cause it was pretty damn early in the morning. So, uh, this next shot is an Ibis. Um, it's funny because I didn't see this bird as I was walking around this property and I stopped actually to shoot that Aninga shot where he was sitting there drying off. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw some movement. I turned around and it's this Ibis and this Ibis followed me for probably 15 minutes. It always kept the same distance. And if I would turn around and stop, it would stop. It would stop like mid step and just freeze. Like it thought I couldn't <laughs> see it. So, so I made sure to get a couple of shots of it, but I kind of had fun with it. I'd walk, take two steps, and I'd stop and turn real quick, and it would stop and freeze and not move. And then I'd walk. And he wants again. you to know he was following you. Yeah, he's like, I know you can't see me. If I don't move, you don't see me. <laughs> uh, and this next one. So I told you I've got more ugly birds coming. This is a wood stork. Christ, see this one? I'm going to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell you what, Jerry. Like all birds are like this if you start plucking feathers off of them. So this wood stork, I watched him again. Same area. It was. Actually, I was getting ready to leave, and one of the canals that was right next to the wetlands, I noticed a roseate spoonbill down there and this big white bird, which I had never seen a wood stork before. So I stopped and parked my car on the side of the road, put the lens back on the big lens and ran over and just kind of sat down and watched these guys for a while as they forged around. But you can see he's got a crayfish that he is. Uh, he scooped it up, and it was covered in weeds and seaweed and stuff like that, and he flipped it around a couple of times and I just had it in burst mode and was firing off shots. And when he got about to the last of the flipping around, there was uh, no seaweed left, but you could see the crayfish pretty well in that shot. How big is that bird? Like compared to a Turkey bigger, um, smaller. It's about, it's almost, 
The body size is about a sandhill crane, a little bit. It's a little bit smaller than a sandhill crane body wise, but the legs are shorter for sure. Um, it's a pretty good sized bird. It's Looks like it. Kind of freaky. <laughs> Uh, this next one, I don't know what it is. And I posted it on Facebook for people to help me figure it out. And I haven't gotten a single response from anyone that makes sense. Close on a couple of things, but the facial coloring on it and everything, nothing quite lines up with the facial coloring on it and the shape of the bill. So I really don't know what it is. I'm almost like maybe it's a leucistic. I, I don't know what it is. But again, for me, this one came in. It was coming in hot. I was actually looking for, um, oh, what do you call them? Oh my gosh. Osprey. I was looking for Osprey to come in cause they, they hunt this pond that I was at and I'm watching for them to come in. Here comes this brown bird coming in fast. And I just fired off a whole bunch of shots, tracked it and fired off probably about 20 shots. Um, just again, me testing out what I can do and what the equipment can do. Uh, I think at this one though, it was a lot lighter out. So I, bumped up the shutter speed. So I was at one, two thousandth of a second on this, uh, still auto ISO and whatever the max aperture it would allow me to do tracking that. And again, this is at uh, 600 millimeters as well. And a couple of, you know, if you're in Florida, you got to shoot like the ocean, right? So I got up one morning and went up to satellite beach because we were near Titusville and Cape Canaveral and all that stuff. So I went to satellite beach to watch a sunrise and this was the best sunrise I got. It really wasn't much. Uh, but there was cool because there's at least this stand-up paddler out there to put a little human element into this as well. And uh, for Dwayne, I pulled out probably 10 dust spots off of this photo before I prepped it for the show. Just <laughs> FYI. Stop and, giving Dwayne ammo. Right. And just another shot, uh, just somebody sitting there waiting for the sunrise as well. Or Actually, this was after the sunrise had come up. You can see by the how high the sun is. Same morning. It was after I was done shooting the the stand-up paddler and all that. I started to walk away and saw this one kid. He was just sitting there on his phone, you know, whatever, Snapchatting or whatever he was doing. But uh, the original photo, I probably should have shared it, is a great example, again, of how different tools in photography benefit you versus others. So this was shot, and basically it was exposed for the sun, and which meant that these mangroves, these red mangroves in the foreground were black. I mean, like no green, even visible or anything. And to process this, sometimes I learned this from Shelly. Sometimes I'll just jump in, I'll hit auto and see what Lightroom suggests, you know, right out of the gate. And that's what this was. So I just hit auto on the Lightroom settings and it pulled those shadows all the way up. No noise, tons of detail, plenty of color. And then I just went into the hue, saturation and luminance sliders and kind of boosted the blues saturation and dropped their, uh, their exposure down a little bit to, give a little contrast in the sky. So again, I don't, I couldn't do that on a smaller sensor. So again, you know, one of the benefits of a different sensor size for, you know, being able to rescue things, I suppose, without having to bracket for a shot. Oh, I do got a picture. Good. It's about time. Uh, and then last, I think I've got like maybe one more after this, but <clears throat> uh, prior to going to the movies one night, we saw a storm coming in and I basically forced my kids to sit there for a half hour while I ran a time-lapse of the storm, but it was fun. I did a little Facebook live and my youngest son Carter kind of hung out outside the car with me as we watched this, you know, kind of work its way across the horizon. Definitely miss the Olympus cameras for stuff like this. Uh, I, I shot a thousand frames. I posted a time-lapse on Facebook a couple of days ago, maybe 
a uh, thousand frames, uh, three lightning bolts out of a thousand frames, probably saw seven or eight lightning bolts, but they were all in between the frames doing a time-lapse because on the Olympus, you know, you could kind of do, I would probably do pro capture in this situation because it was so light out. I don't think live composite would have worked, but make do with what you got. And I learned another valuable lesson on this trip as well. Don't set uh, your time-lapse with electronic shutter if you're trying to capture lightning, because you'll get these really cool images where the top half of the image is overexposed and the bottom half is underexposed because of like the rolling shutter when the lightning flashes. So you have to do mechanical shutter on the Sony's if you're trying to shoot lightning in a time-lapse. And yeah, that's it. That's the last one that I've got right, from that trip. All right. I keep going. I got Keep going. Just one more. <laughs> Find one more. Find one more. Uh, all right, never mind. <laughs> Screw it. I just I got one wedding photo to show you. Yeah. You got it. All right. Let me uh let's get going here. Let me share my screen. Uh oh. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. All right, here we go. Let's do this. All right, so here's a picture of my friend Jamie. Can you, do you, do you oh, see I it? have to share it. There we go. Sorry. Uh, you didn't take that picture. No, I know. <laughs> this was if it's in my folder <laughs> from when I did the banner. Uh, hold on. Let me find the pictures. God dog it. All right, I was like, wait a minute. Right here. All right. This is a um, Fuji X-T20 shot. And uh was at the park the other morning when I got up and I went to get some coffee. And, and I was like, them clouds look pretty pretty cool out there hovering and uh so let me go get me a, a basketball hoop shot you know so this is fuji xt20 and i believe this is the this is shot with a minolta oh nice 24 to 35 um it's legacy glass yeah and uh and I believe this is Provia. This is shot in Provia. Is that one of the cameras you're selling? Yes. Oh, dude. How much are you selling it for? I got it up for 375 Keep it. I'll take it. Unless that's the one that guy wants to pay you for. No. Somebody actually just messaged me about it while we were on here. But here's my wedding shot. So this was tough. Um... Because of the, there's two different types of lighting in there. The overhead lighting is, they looked like they were LEDs. Gotcha. And then the, uh, what is on the walls, I think they were incandescent. And they were just, the colors were all over the place. So, I mean, I managed to squeeze this one out. But this was shot with the uh, um, 20, 28 to 75. Um, Cameron on the Sony A7 IV, and she just wanted to get a picture of them signing and then show her ring off. So, friend of mine, this is a picture, and I I took this a while ago, but this is a this is a, I never edited this photo when I was looking. I through. love this New York, right? Uh, yeah, it's New York Chinatown. Yeah. yeah, um, I was there last two years ago, and uh the other day because I, I haven't been shooting and i was like yo man i gotta i gotta edit something so i jumped on and started looking at 
photos from all the trips I've taken. And uh, I ran across this one. And I was like, let me see what I can do with this. And You know, I love my night stuff. So, yeah, um, I thought this was pretty dope. And uh, this was taken with the Sony A7R2. And I believe this is also the Tamron 28 to 75. But yeah, there goes my three pictures for the. For <laughs> I'm the, glad you had something though, so that's good. Right. <laughs> I, I'll be better prepared next time, sir. Uh, just click on the stop sharing. Or I guess I can remove it. I got it. All right, so here I got one more for you. I'll share something <laughs> different. So I was telling you about those roseate spoonbills. That's what they look like up close. Tell me that isn't holy hell. A freaky zombie looking. It looks bird. like he's wearing that gas mask that I got. Yeah. Kind of a. They're, they're beautiful when they're flying by, but I'd I wouldn't want to. thing in his chest and run. I would not want to meet that bird in a dark alley. <laughs> Whatever, Jamie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's jump into it. Let's, man, let's talk about this giveaway. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. So. <sighs> It, it wasn't easy. Um, it wasn't super hard <laughs> either. Clown bird for but sure. uh, we uh, we didn't have as many entries as I had hoped for, which makes the giveaway easier. But before we go any further, I do want to say that uh, I got a hold of Vanguard and said, hey, we are doing a giveaway and I would like you guys to be involved. So they're pitching in the bag that you see here. Um, actually new, not that one specifically, but it is there. I think it's the VO go 18. It's a great little shoulder bag, perfect size for the camera we're giving away. And they're going to throw in one of these little, um, Vesta tabletop tripods that I actually carry one everywhere I go. It's always, yeah, in the that, bag. that thing is cool. I saw yours. Yep. Yeah. It's, you know, their goal line is really nice. Actually. I love the go line. I yeah. got, I got a, a VO go not, I wish I had the smaller one. Yeah. Um, that thing is nice, man. I use that over my big one all the time. Yep. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of that line. They're really well made. Uh, they look good. They look really good. I just so. like that everything's compact and light. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's, it's not easy more than to you travel need. with. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So that's the bag. So they're gonna throw in that bag as well. Um, but where did my other share go? Where's my other share? Is it right here? Is that the winner? That's the winner. That is. So uh, Michael Wood uh, had the image that we feel like stood out the most to us. And this is probably one of the most popularly recommended places. It's Hocking Hills in Ohio. A lot of people recommended that. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'll tell you what. This didn't play into the decision, but it works out in my favor for sure. Uh, I've never been there. So, and I've been wanting to go there too. So pretty pumped on that. Uh, so with that being said, I know that it's probably not ideal, but we don't have a date picked out for the win yet. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get it figured out. We, with us but, both traveling, we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to set something in stone and be like, this is when we have to go. That yes. way if something pops up for me at work, I can be like, yo, I already got plans. So keep that in mind uh, that Hocking Hills is the place we're going to go. And 
we would like for as many of you to be there as possible. But, you know, again, I know Dwayne's going to be there. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. Uh, it'll be fun. I guarantee it. And again, I mean, after what, two plus years of people not doing stuff like this, this is going to be it's going to be fun. Who knows? It might turn into a wild ass party. I don't right. know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> broken but, uh, cameras and all right. <laughs> broken whiskey glasses. But it'll be fun. And like I said, you know, I've never been to Hocking Hills. Jerry's never been to Hocking Hills. So it'll be a, it'll be a blast for sure. Oh, for sure, man. That's so cool. I guess the only way to find out when is you're going to have to continue to watch and listen to the show and the podcast. Yeah, we'll get it figured out for us to announce next, that yeah. next couple week episodes. But to our winner, Michael, I'm yeah. friends with him on Facebook, so he knows how to reach out to me. So you reach out to me, bud, and I will pack the camera and lens and a battery in that bag with that tripod, and I will ship it on its merry way. So congrats, buddy. Good job on that. Congratulations, Michael. It's a great photo. Dude, that photo is... It's a banger. It's a banger. It's a banger, for sure. Uh, it's... Let, let me bring that back up. I just gotta just bring that back up. You know what it reminded me of when when I went to Mirror Woods? Remember when you didn't get to go and I did? Did you see me flipping you off right now? <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. That's what it looked like in there. Except the trees were a hell of a lot bigger around, but yes, and taller by right. But three it was times, it was cool. Yeah, that's but a yeah, cool shot. It reminds me of the Pacific Northwest or the UP. Oh. It looks super rich and lush and green, and the atmosphere is. I did hear that you want to go there in the spring. Yeah. Well, then maybe we because, have to hustle on because of the water flowing. Yes, yeah. They don't, you don't want it to, uh, it dries up over the year as the year goes on. Well, well, then again, we didn't get any snow. So it's probably already dry. Uh, all the snow went south of us this year. It went to it Ohio. Oh, well, so, well, it sounds like Jerry's maybe deciding for us. It sounds like maybe May. I'm down with May. I'm down with me. What are we going to do? Are we going to do Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday? Whatever. It's what is it? Six hour drive? I don't know. Five hours for you? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's about five hours for you. About six, Let's plan seven, it. Seven for me. That's what we'll do. We'll do a Friday. We'll do a Friday, Saturday, head out Sunday. I'm down. Okay, guys. You yeah, heard it here first. Yeah, because yeah, we'll spend a, we'll spend us all day Saturday shooting. Yes. Yep, we'll yeah, have we don't Friday. Need more days in that. Yeah, we'll, we'll drive Friday, drive down Friday, yep. hang out Friday evening, get dinner, drinks, hang out Saturday, shoot at night, go get All some right. sleep, drive back. All right, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Oh, Jerry's just an icon. Um, yeah, you can heard you it here me? first. I can hear you just fine. <laughs> oh, my battery died. <laughs> Bruh. You need to get that. Bruh. <laughs> I gotta you know, remember remember I had to buy that that I know. Uh, and it doesn't probably work on your new camera, no, does no, it? No, I don't. I tried it. The battery, the thing's too small. Well, your new camera is USB-C, and I'll you bet you could just plug it into like an adapter or something. Yeah, you would think, yeah. Oh, well. So We'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. So, again, let's plan on... Well, sounds like Rick won't be there unless he's doing two trips in like a month and a half. He leaves for Hocking Hills tomorrow at what? 8. So Rick? I'll be... I'll be trolling your uh, Facebook feed there looking for That's right. stuff for us to do. <laughs> We're going to be like, let's go every place that Rick went. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's a, you know what, Steve? That's a very good question. Any carpooling. Um, so this is what we'll do. We'll get, once we settle on a date, I'll make a, uh, a pinned post on the Mirrorless Minutes Facebook page. 
and I will let everybody just kind of work amongst each other to figure out if anybody wants to carpool. It is a drive. It's a haul. Yeah, it's a it haul is. for sure. So, um, yeah, let's do that. Once Jerry and I will, we'll kind of convene and talk on this over the next maybe week. And then during the next show, we'll have it figured out by then. I want to have it set in stone by the next show. So you got two weeks, folks, and then we'll know a date. Now, that's kind of a long wait because that puts us what? into May already. If May? we wait. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, go ahead. keep your eye on the Mirrorless Minutes Facebook page. Uh, I'll have a date. I, it, me going in June, it will be uh, May. Yeah, iffy. May. 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 All right, let's do it. Let's go in May. So, <laughs> Mirrorless Minutes caps or t-shirts. Could probably swing something. A little something, something. Uh, so, yeah, plan on it in May, you guys. Probably at least the middle, if not like the last week of May. Okay, so just kind of keep that in mind. And we'll announce an official weekend date uh, sometime within the next week. And it'll go up on the Mirrorless Minutes Facebook page and I'll... If you follow us on Twitter, I'll throw it up on Twitter as well. Maybe Jerry and I will jump on and do a special short episode to announce the date. That's probably what we'll do. We'll, we'll do, do that a, on one of those uh, cameras uh, and a, cocktail shows. Yes, sir. One of those Saturday night uh, yeah. marathons. Yeah. So look forward to that, you guys. I'm pumped. I can't wait to see some of you guys in person. Yeah, having sure, never met sure. a lot of the people that uh, yep. that watch and listen, I would be super excited to do that. I miss the social side of photography last week is a holiday weekend then it's not the last weekend for sure we're not going to hocking hills on yeah. a holiday weekend yeah. so now we're looking at probably the third weekend or the <laughs> second weekend in may y'all are making it all right screw it we're going tomorrow everybody get the <laughs> shit ready get the car packed you guys ready we'll meet that we'll meet down there with rick <laughs> everybody's carpooling, we're carpooling rick. with rick Rick's got a big old sprinter van that he's modified into a camping photographer's wagon. So we're all riding with Rick. It's all settled. We're meeting in Lansing. Rick's taking us all. Grandpa right. Rick. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's we could probably wrap up the show with that. Uh, again, keep an eye out for us to do a, a post about maybe doing a cameras and cocktails chat uh, sometime soon. And we'll have a date set up by then. Yeah. But again, plan on probably the second or third weekend in May. And we'll make it happen. So with that said, uh, Jerry's waving goodbye. I'm just assuming he is. <laughs> and we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Take care. Thanks for watching. And uh, thanks for spreading the word about the podcast. Because I know we, you're doing we, we appreciate you guys. All right. Take care, everybody. Peace.